0: This is the TNT College Football Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the very next episode of the TNT College Football Podcast. I'm your host, Bobby Wilson. Glad to be back on again tonight. Uh, tonight is uh, our weekly episode where me and Justin break down the, uh, the week, uh, going into the week for UConn football. He'll talk to you about the Utah State game. I'll let you know a little bit more about Central Connecticut State, the little bit that I've been able to find, and we'll go back and forth on it. So, Justin, thanks for joining me again tonight.
1: Oh, thank you, and I, uh, I appreciate it. Always glad to be on.
0: Absolutely. I love having you on. You're, you're so, I've said it before, I'll say it again. You're so knowledgeable about UConn and the Huskies and everything, and I, I love talking Husky football with you.
1: Oh, thank you. Same here. You know, uh, just just being able to talk about UConn all the time with you, it's, it's,
0: it's great. I love it. And, and I try, I try, I, I, of course, I do things on a national level. I try to cover everybody. Um, but I have a special place in my heart for UConn football, just because of the connections I've built with, with guys like you and, uh, with other fans and with some of the players and coaches and everything. And, and, and I, I, I'm doing everything I can to try to let as many people know nationally that this Yukon Huskies team is for real, and they're, and I think they proved that this weekend.
1: Oh yes, and you know, even on Twitter too, I think a lot more people are believing it. You'll see it like we're we're gaining more fans. You know, we're we're opening eyes too to a lot of um, you know other teams, um, podcasters like the uh, fan podcasts. And, uh, actually opening up eyes to teams too, which is nice.
0: Absolutely. I would love to know, obviously you live in Connecticut. I would love to know kind of what the buzz is like in the state after, after the performance that they gave the other day.
1: So there's, there's, you know, there's the crowd. So, you know, one half the crowd, oh man, you know, we could have won that game. The other half is, uh, you know, we should have won that game. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it, it was a good buzz, though. It was really exciting. Um, a lot of a lot of the fans expected, you know, them not to cover the spread, but others expected, you know, for them to be able to beat the spread. And um, it was kind of like a, coming into the game too, you know, almost having like a brand new roster with you know forty kids kids coming in that are like brand new and brand new coaches. Um, not a lot of people knew what to expect. Mm-hmm. And after, after that first, you know, first drive where the Huskies score, and then, uh, you know, they, they went up by 14 at, at one time. I mm-hmm. mean, <laughs> I, t- Twitter went, went crazy. I mean, even after the game, too, um, I went on, uh, I believe it was Jared Kotler's uh, Spaces
0: yep, um, yep.
1: on Twitter. And there was a lot of positivity and it, there's still positivity, everybody, you know, they're, they're like, let's pack the rent, let's pack the rent. So, and I'm hoping that this, you know, positivity just keeps going for uh, UConn fans.
0: Hey, I was in the middle. I was in the middle of a uh, Memorial stadium at the university of Illinois watching. I was at the Wyoming Illinois game and I saw Yukon go up 14, nothing. I saw you text me. And then I saw it come up on the screen there at the game that I was at. And I lost it. I literally jumped up out of my seat and I was screaming. And everybody around me probably was like, what is wrong with this lunatic? But it it was because I was super excited.
1: I'd be the the same way too, though. (laughs) I mean, I was the same way at my house. And, and, you know, my dad's like, Justin, you know, calm down a little bit. It just just started, you know. Don't jinx the (laughs) team.
0: Well, I mean we have to talk about those first that first quarter and just like how how quickly you kind of got out of the gate and responded. I mean, what what was your take on how that went?
1: Yeah, so the so uh, right out of the gate, I mean, uh, um Roberson and uh, Nate Carter. I mean, they Nate, uh, Nate Carter got the ball and he just ran downfield and at, at, um, at a certain time, too, I actually thought Nate Carter could just break away for a touchdown, but he was caught up by the defense. Um, and then I believe that, I, I believe he had about, I think it was like a 56-yard run. And then uh, and then it went to Cale Millen. Um, I, at worst, I, I was kind of shocked the way they um, actually designed the play. But it was a little scat back play where he you know he, he got some positive yards. Mm-hmm. And then uh, right at right at the right at the um, goal line, um Roberson then just runs it right in for the first Huskies touchdown. And I mean the first drive was very impressive. The offensive line, I mean, they they just pushed Utah State's defensive line right off the right off the I, I guess the the line of scrimmage. I mean, they blew him up, and Nate Robinson. I mean, not Nate Robinson. Nate Carter. I mean, he had he had holes. He had gaps to run through. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, 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 it's it's not too shocking that he had you know 190 yards because I think the offense aligned did an awesome job on the uh, on the on the first drive, and then the second drive too. Uh, you know, that was. It kind of it kind of stunk because we did lose um, uh, Take Roberson. He uh, he kind of ran out of the pocket, tried to get positive yards. He got five positive yards, and then he got hit by uh, by one of the Utah State defensive guys. And um, you know he went down, and I was like, oh no, no, not no, not this year. And you know uh, we later found out that he went down with a ACL injury. And then it was uh, Zion Turner's time, and Zion Turner. I mean, he came in. He had an interception. But then defense got the ball back, and uh, when Zion went in there again, um, you know, he he was be able he was able to work with everybody else. You know, Nate Carter and everyone else to uh, to score for uh, an- another touchdown, which they were up fourteen zero, and I was. I was ecstatic at this point. I mean, uh, Zion um, at that point too looks very, very confident because being just being thrown into the game, um, he 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 looked like he was definitely ready for uh, for uh, starting and and playing in college football.
0: Absolutely, and I, I was able to go back and rewatch the game, so I I I was really really excited to. On a couple of different things that you talked about there Like Nate Carter, the way he ran the ball Just unbelievable I mean, now he's the leading rusher in the country After week zero um, And then the way Zion Came in, you you could just tell Yeah, he made some mistakes He made some freshman mistakes But he, he was ready um, And there's not very many true freshmen Who can go out there And do what he was able to do And be productive
1: Oh, yeah and um, and like Coach Morris said too about Zion Turner, I believe he never never lost a game. So mm-hmm. uh, you know for that for that type of um, uh, I guess you could eat say at this point too for positivity with um, him coming in at quarterback, um, it it should have it should have just sparked everybody and and I I, I think everybody. After you know the injury and stuff, I think everybody kind of recouped pretty well too.
0: Right, I agree with you definitely. I mean that, that could have went south quickly, but you could just tell they that brotherhood that they've built really came, really showed right right there in that moment.
1: Yeah, and uh, you know when they when they drove it down too, he had a nice pass to Narian mm-hmm. um and then. You know, of course, I said, oh, my goodness, you know, Zion to Keelan, you know, that could that could go all game. And then he went down and uh, I believe he has a broken collarbone. But yeah, that that passing that pass that he, he threw to him, though, I was like, wow, you know, this this kid definitely has a future.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can you can see it. I mean, he, he has I, I've kind of been saying this for a little while. I think he has superstar potential. Oh yeah. Then, then let's go ahead and talk a little bit about the second quarter, kind of how that played out.
1: All right. So, uh, so second quarter, um, it was, it was not the way I expected it to go. Um, so what happened was UConn was up, uh, um, uh, actually, you, okay, hold on. I, I have a little brain fart. Uh, so the second quarter, um, what happened was there was a, there was a few, um, there was a few, you know, turnovers and everything. And, and uh, that, this, that, that's where um, Utah State definitely came back to, uh, to uh, take the lead. Um, there was, it was, a uh, you know, a key, um, interception. Um, we did have a key, um, a key fumble to get the ball back, but then, you know, later on, uh, I know, I know Nate Carter, uh, when we had, we're, were on that drive, um, he ran the ball and then he fumbled in and, uh, and that was, it, it hurt, but it wasn't on him either. I mean, he was having a good day. It was, you know, I I'm, I know he felt bad after that. Um, and then Utah State got it back. And I believe they um, scored a, I, I know there was a few, they scored a touchdown. Um, and then they kind of went back and forth with punts. And then Utah State, of course, you know, got another touchdown to go up to uh, 14-14 when it was tied up. Um, it just seemed like the the air the you know the the whole momentum changed um, to Utah State, of course, and and I mean after that it was it was really hard for UConn to score, and uh, eventually at the end of the second quarter, um, Utah State went up 24-14. and it I think that was the that was the momentum changer at that point
0: absolutely i mean that was kind of the quarter i guess we could say that kind of sealed the game i guess you could say i mean there was still plenty left in the tank and there was a lot a lot left to be played out in the rest of the game but to go down 10 um made it made it difficult for to come back
1: right and and to have like like we're saying in the last show you know to have you know, the uh, the turnovers, mm-hmm. it's a killer. And, and, and in that second quarter, it was really a killer.
0: Absolutely. I mean, I I think we can both agree that that's going to be a big Achilles heel for the entire season. I mean, every team you can say that, don't turn the ball over. But especially when you have a, a younger team, um, you're, you have to rely on uh, not turning the ball over. And just if you have to punt, you have to punt. That just, I mean, that's what it's got to be.
1: Right. And I got to say, you know, um, punter, uh, Keratin, I, I, I'm, Keratin um, I'm, I'm hopefully not butchering his last name, but he actually came in and had, had nice punts. Um, he actually, I think our punting game actually improved too from last year.
0: I agree. <laughs> the, an- another, he- another thing that's, that looked like it's improved is the kicking game. I mean, my goodness.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, uh, hopefully I'm saying his name right. No, R- R- Rules. Um He's actually a Connecticut kid. And, I mean, that, that kid has such a leg on him.
0: My goodness.
1: I mean, uh, <laughs> I, I know he had one from, uh, four, uh, I believe it was 46 yards and another one at uh, 56 yards.
0: Yeah, kid's got a heck of a leg. I mean, he's he's got a bright future. That's for sure.
1: Yes, and and you know, it, everybody coming in too wasn't too sure. We're like, you, you know, Joe McFadden going down mm-hmm. uh, with a, of course, a season-ending injury, and when they when they said, all oh, the backups coming in, I mean, we're like, oh, I, I I'm not, we're not too positive about this. But then once he was starting to kick it, you know, touchbacks and you know, just kicking out the end zone. I'm like, yeah, no, we, we definitely have a good kicker here.
0: Right. Right. I don't care if you're playing in the mountains and the elevation helps a little bit. The, the kid still has a fantastic leg. <laughs> oh yeah. Doesn't he hold yeah, the yeah. Uh, Connecticut high school record for the longest field goal? I thought I heard that somewhere.
1: Yes. Uh, yes. It, it, that's, that is true.
0: <laughs> okay. I thought I heard that somewhere.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was actually, uh, I remember when he, uh When he was offered to go to UConn, um, that was one of the things they actually talked about. It was all over uh, local news.
0: What about uh, the play of the defense? I know that there's a a handful of guys we can point out that were tremendous. um, But what were your thoughts overall?
1: My thoughts about defense, um, uh, I actually believe that they improved. Um, from the defensive line to the to the second level, the the linebackers to the third level, which is the you know the the backs. Um, I actually I actually believe that during this game, our defensive line did well. A guy um, that I would definitely look out for is Dalmont Gordine. I think he's probably the most improved player on the defensive line. Um, the linebackers. Oh my goodness. Like my you goodness. said before, <laughs> these guys are stupendous. I mean, Jackson Mitchell, this game, you know, 16, uh, 16, um, tackles. I, I mean, that, that kid's just the, that kid's just the beast. And, and, um, I know Durante Jones, he had, uh, I believe eight tackles, um, that day. And I mean, Chris Sharon in the defensive for the defensive backs, um, he looks really good too. He stood um, he out to me. Did a great job. I believe he had 11 total tackles. Hmm. Um. So, not having a defensive coordinator coming into Utah State too, right? It was a huge. It, we thought it was a huge factor, but Moore and company uh, did a really great job splitting. You know, making sure that they called the right plays and they they definitely did. I mean, it it wasn't it wasn't, you know, the defensive fault that they sometimes were on the field way too long. Right. Um I think that's going to improve during the season too, when the offense can just kind of chew up some time that mm-hmm. way the defense has time to, you know, make sure they can catch they can catch their breath and go out and and be, you know, well rested up for the next play. Uh, but yeah, I... Yes, um so when they are well rested and everything too, um, I actually find that they're they're gonna be able to stop the ball more. Um, throughout the season, I believe that this defense is gonna is gonna do great. Um they did force fumbles during the game. I even in the third quarter, um, they did great. I mean they just they just stopped them. Uh and it was time for the offense to step up and and be able to score, and they just couldn't. So, uh, I I think throughout the year too, um, this the whole everybody on the defense it it definitely improved from last year. Uh, last year's it was you know it was it it was the basically developing, and now this year you can tell that the kids they they understand the defense. They're they're more confident and. I believe throughout the season too uh defense is really going to keep us in the ball games.
0: I absolutely agree. I I a couple of things that stood out to me when I watched um I, I loved the rotation that they had going on in the defensive line. Just multiple guys getting in it wasn't just like a couple guys. There was it was a handful of guys. So that's great cuz that's what you need throughout the season. I mean the linebacker yes. the linebacker play we already know is great. Um and then uh Sharon, who you talked about, he stuck out to me. I mean, I thought he played tremendous.
1: Oh, yes, he did. And, um, you know, I kind of figured that he was going to uh, play too. And uh, when he did, I mean, he he showed us that he just has athleticism. I mean, he broke up passes. And, and I'm sure later down the road, too, he's going to get, you know, picks. And, mm-hmm. I mean, it's a, it's definitely a bright future for him and, and I was so happy when uh, when I saw him uh, out there, too. I mean, he just looked like he was having fun.
0: Absolutely. And, I mean, to, to, hold, to hold Bonner, the quarterback from Utah State, to under 300 yards passing is a tremendous job, honestly, by the Husky defense because this is a guy who shredded defenses last season.
1: Yes. And a lot of people actually thought he was going to be throwing, you know, crazy bonko right. yardage but um i mean yeah they did a great job with uh with just stopping them. and honestly at times kind of made them look a little you know a little silly too
0: i agree the, now utah state probably got a little bit more rushing yardage than we would have <laughs> would like to see uh what are your thoughts on that
1: yeah so uh you know during some points in the in you know the first quarter too, going back to that, I mean, I I didn't actually think they were gonna get so uh, so many rushing yards and and by you know by, I think it was later on in the game, uh, you could kind of tell that some of the guys were gassed. Mm-hmm. Uh, their offense, Utah's off, uh, State's offensive line. You could tell they got you know they were kind of. They're kind of. I guess they were feeling out the defense for most of the game, and all of a sudden they just got used to you know how UConn played and and where 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 to block. And I mean, it. I think it was way too much. You know, the the um, the rushing is. Um, we they had to stop it. I mean, it, mm-hmm. it was it was a little too you uh, know too too many yards for uh, for my liking. And the thing is, is that um, for, for that also is uh, the defensive line, you know, it, we need to make sure that, like I said before, the offense, you know, can stay on the field a little longer and the defense can have time to rest. Because I feel like they were, they were on for way too long. And, and that's, what, that's what happens, too. I mean, the rushing yards, the passing yards, they just all go up when. When that, when that typically
0: happens in football. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. And that was, that's one of the things I'm going to discuss when I'm looking into the next game. I think that's a huge, huge thing that the Huskies should really take advantage of in this upcoming game. So then when, they, when they're able to do that in this upcoming game, then it, when it comes to Syracuse and more games down the road, Michigan, NC State, I mean, different games where they're able to hopefully stay on the field a little bit longer.
1: Yeah. And I, I totally agree with that.
0: Well, how, how do you – what are your takes on – I mean, obviously there were some questionable officiating calls throughout the game. Um, what are your thoughts about that?
1: Well, oh, I mean, especially that the, – the one that really kind of crushed us at the end was the the – outrageous pi call uh-huh. on uh, Caleb Anthony. I mean the poor the, I felt I felt really bad for him because he broke that play down really well. He had his head back to the ball, making you know seeing where it is, he broke it up and then they called a pi. And I actually believe it was a it was it was a great defensive uh, defensive play. And then you could tell that you could tell Caleb Anthony was kind of down and then afterwards um uh Bonner just throws right to the to the same wide receiver for a touchdown I mean I I I I felt horrible for him though I feel like I feel like he actually had a great play and then the the officials kind of like penalized him on it which it it shouldn't have happened
0: absolutely
1: and then you know there was there was one time too where uh, Utah State's you know uh, wide receiver he goes out of bounds. I mean he was, he, he actually was ridden out of bounds by our uh, our defense, and I feel like he was out of bounds for a very long time. That he comes back in and catches the ball. I said I'm like, I uh, I mean where's
0: are, are we going to call anything on that too? <laughs> right. No, I agree with that. I thought that was pretty egregious as well. I mean, yeah, right. you get ridden out. That that's part of that's part of football. Then you have to work your way back in right away. And he definitely took his time to get back in. That's for sure.
1: <laughs> yeah, and and another, I I actually saw another um, time too where uh, Kevin's Clancyus, he was like tripped up. It was a catchable ball, and then the uh yes. and then the refs didn't even call a pi or anything. And I, I'm like, uh, where, where's the call? Because if he did. I mean we were we were having a great drive then too. We're you know, if he, if if the PI was called too, it probably would have been a touchdown for UConn. But because of because of that um that play, you know, call not um being called I mean PI not being called, I mean it it that kinda of dampened that drive too, but I mean I feel like these I feel like the, there were some points where you know, UConn definitely could have um been mad at at the officiating and then there's other times where i felt like it went utah state's way more and i i didn't agree with a lot of goals
0: <clears throat> right No, that those three that you that you speak of are the, the three that i definitely was thinking of i mean I I never, ever want to blame officials for anything. I mean, I was, I'm a former coach and I know just how difficult their job is, but at the same time, I mean, when it's a pretty blatant thing, you you want it to be called the right way.
1: Right. And I understand too, you know, they're just getting back into it too, but to, to not call for one side and then call up, you know, a, a, a PI on, on a defensive player that actually broke the play down. I mean, it, it was, yeah, it, it was crazy. I mean, you know, it, it, it is what it is at this point. Um, mm-hmm. But I actually, I, 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 think if those plays, if those penalties were called, it probably would have been a different
0: game. I absolutely agree with you. I think those, those were huge, huge turning points in the game. Like you said, when, uh, when our receiver was tripped up, that was a drive where we were probably heading into the end zone. If he doesn't get tripped up there, he might score on that very play. So I mean, it it, it they were game changing plays, that's for sure.
1: Yeah, and hopefully, hopefully, uh, you know, the uh, the refs have uh, better better calls in the you know future. You know, hopefully, it just gets better throughout the season. I'm, I'm sure it will.
0: Yeah, I, I'm sure it will. I'm sure it will. You got anything else you'd like to add before I go into the uh, CCSU breakdown?
1: Um, I think that's actually, uh, that's. I believe that's it for
0: me. Good, all right. Well, I appreciate that insight as always. You always do a great job.
1: Thank you, yep. I appreciate it, Bobby.
0: Well, I, I will preface my CCSU breakdown by saying it is their very first game of the year, so it is a little bit difficult to find out some information about an FCS program when they haven't played yet. So I'm going. I'm basing basing my thoughts and ideas here on uh, there was some of their results from last season. Uh, coming into this year, they're picked fourth in the NEC. Um, behind uh, one of the teams that they're behind is Duquesne, who just played Florida State and lost by a pretty wide margin this weekend. Um, their their head coach is Ryan McCarthy. He took over the job in twenty nineteen, and when he took over the job, he led CCSU to its best season ever, top twenty five finish, an FCS playoff appearance. Um, he got some national Coach of the Year uh, recognition and votes. Um, he's a great offensive mind, so I, I, that's that's what I that's how I am looking at CCSU heading into this game. I feel like they're going to be more offensive oriented. Um, Trying to, but then looking at their offense last year, they were pretty balanced. Um, they averaged less than 330 yards a game last year. 131 yards rushing and 198 yards passing. Uh, scored 21 points per game last year. So it's not like they were a high-powered offense, but they were a young team last year. So I have to relate. I have to relate that a little bit to <clears throat> to that. Um, the quarterback who I feel is going to be. Their starter heading into this game is uh, Romelo Williams. He was their leading passer last year. Uh, threw for just under fifteen hundred yards, had ten touchdowns, uh, five interceptions, and then three rushing touchdowns. He did that in ten games. They had some other guys um, play at the position last year, um, so that there there is a possibility that we could see. Uh, some a different guy at the position there's Kyle Zajac um, so he, he might see uh, time and then there's uh, graduate student Sean Mitchell who, who played a good amount last year as well so I mean there's a couple guys that could get the call at that quarterback position but I think it'll be Romello Williams uh, he's a bit of a dual threat so the Huskies will have to keep or have to make sure they keep contain on him I'm not saying that he's just going to be running all over the place. He wants to pass first, but he has the ability to run the football. Um, so they need to keep that in mind. Then you look at running back, uh, Nasir Smith. He was their leading rusher last year with 607 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, they were very balanced when it came to their rushing. Um, they had four or five guys that were near that 400 plus yard mark for the season. So, I mean, they, they use a, a, number of guys to run the ball. Um, one position where they may have some struggles offensively as wide receiver, they lose, they lose their top guy. Um, they return Isaiah Williams. He's their leading returning, uh, reception and yardage guy. He had 23 receptions for 243 yards. So obviously not eye popping numbers. So, I mean, I think this is an opportunity for the Husky secondary to really, um, hone in and kind of do some damage. Hopefully they can, uh, force some turnovers on the, on, on our side of the ball. Um, that would be huge. I think gaining some momentum and confidence in that regard. Um, CCSU does have a good offensive line. It's led by Craig Wood. He's a returning all conference player. Um, so I mean, they're, they're, There's a good offensive line, but it's definitely, I mean, our defensive line and linebackers should be able to get pressure on the quarterback and should be able to get into the backfield to stop the running back, um, hopefully gaining some more confidence in that regard as well. Then you look at the CCSU defense, and I think that's where our offense can really take advantage. Um, They allowed almost 400 yards a game last year, um, almost 130 yards rushing per game. And well over 250 yards passing per game, they allowed 31 points per game. So I think this is an opportunity for UConn to really uh, to to do some things. And I know there's it, it with with Zion now commanding the offense and uh, a handful of guys, uh, newer guys at the receiver position. Granted, these are guys that we're very confident in. We have a very deep wide receiver group but I think it's a place where we can really take advantage of things. I think uh, two of the top guys they have defensively would be safety, Jonathan Cabrell Martin, who had 47 tackles, two interceptions and six pass breakups last year as a freshman. Um, he's getting some all-con- preseason all-conference recognition. And then linebacker Tizzy Umubakwa ha- uh, was a second-team all-conference player last year and uh, – probably the best returning player on this team. He had 50 tackles, six tackles for loss, and three sacks. So, I mean, he's the leader of the defense. But this is definitely a team that you look at, and the Huskies should be able to control the clock offensively, like we've kind of been talking about, but also be able to possibly open up the playbook a little bit more. Um, I'm really hoping we can continue to run the ball really well, I think Nick Charlton, our offensive coordinator, is going to put a have a great game plan for Zion Turner coming into this game to really gain some confidence, and uh, I think the Huskies can roll in this game. Uh, what are your thoughts, Justin?
1: Yeah, actually, this is a game for UConn to to go in and play with a chip on their shoulder. I mean, it's a it's a it, they're they're playing CC, uh, Central Connecticut, a school that's like actually like right down the road from them. Um, this is the time where UConn they, they need to play just like, Hey, we're going to win this game and the defense, we're going to have to blitz them. I mean, I, I, I want to see some blitzing in this game. Um, I want, I want Yukon to come out and say, you're not going to score on us. Mm-hmm. Um, on the offensive side, I want to see Zion Turner be able to get, you know, be more comfortable, um, Make sure that you know the passes. Make sure that he, when you pass it, there's it's it's going to be like a home run pass. Um, and, and his comfortability too. I I think with this game, uh, especially especially with Central, it's a good game for him to go in and and get used to that you know that college um, the college speed and and to figure out um, you know when to throw and when to run uh-huh. um, i believe that he's going to be able to run and pass um on uh, all, all over this team um and i know with keelan marion being out uh, i know we we've seen on twitter uh nigel fitzgerald tweeted out yesterday uh you know uh september 3rd so um he's um he's gonna be hopefully back um that's gonna just help with uh with wide receivers they'll be able to fill that gap. Mm-hmm. And I'm actually kind of excited to see him too because I believe he can he'll be able to just catch the ball and I mean he, he's he's gonna he's gonna have a pretty good day. Um I I actually think offensive wise too, Nate Carter again, I'm I'm looking at two hundred plus yards in that game. Um I know I'm in the the confidence level on uh, for for what I'm talking about too is high but I for for UConn, I remember the old UConn when when these FCS teams came in. I mean, we just we wanted to kill them. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, that's 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 kind of the mentality that I believe that they're going to play with on uh, Saturday.
0: And and last year, this CCSU team played Miami and lost sixty nine to nothing. So hopefully, there's that thought in the back of their mind too. The last uh, FBS team they played destroyed them. So hopefully that. That's also like you said, UConn's mindset too.
1: Oh yeah, and even even if uh, CCSU could score, I mean, I I just I just want the offense and defense to be able to click, and mm-hmm. the offense stay on the field. If you're up, even fourteen to zero like last game, you know, chew down some clock. You know, even even if it's some short passes. Um, this game I kind of want to see the tight end Um. Usage go up too. I mean, that's that's a huge thing that we've talked about before. Uh, this other game, it was like non-existent. But um, I'm hoping that later down the road too, that the you know we we start passing the tight ends because that's that's just a huge part of um, offense too. And once once we're clicking there too, um, that this team's just that that's just how the, this team's gonna improve.
0: Absolutely. And one guy you mentioned, uh, earlier, Nigel Fitzgerald coming back. Uh, that's my guy. I mean, I'm, I've had him on my show and he's j- just a great dude. And I can't wait, uh, to see him, uh, be able to play, uh, this weekend. I'm super, super excited to see that.
1: No, I mean, neither. And, uh, you know, he's, he's, he's definitely going to be the beast of the East. I mean, uh, I, I, I know like, you know, I saw that on Twitter um, when when they actually uh, I believe it was during this um, uh, when he got it wasn't committed but when uh, the official offers came in and uh, and that was the nickname that they had so I I feel like Nigel Fitzgerald is he's gonna be such a big bodied wide receiver where he's gonna be able to just bully guys around and mm-hmm. be able to just catch the ball. He's going to be able to, um, you know, be able to just reach over guys. I mean, even in spring ball and in, and, and, um, uh, he just, you could tell that he was ready to play. Um, and he just, some of the catches, I'm like, oh my goodness, I, I, I actually can't believe this. And uh, he definitely has talent. And I, I just can't wait to see him play either.
0: And I'm excited. I'm going to be able to see this game live this week, uh, this Saturday. Uh, I'm only going to one game. I'm going to a game on Thursday. I will be at Purdue for the Penn State Purdue game, but then I will be at home uh, the rest of the weekend to watch games. So I'm looking forward to being able to catch this game live.
1: Yes, and i i I think you're. I think you're definitely. Uh, you're definitely going to enjoy this one.
0: I agree. I'm. I'm not uh going into the last two games last year the holy cross and yale game i have a much different feeling about this game than i did both of those games
1: (laughs) oh me too and actually my uh my 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 projected score i think it's going to be uh 35 14 yukon i i
0: i hope i hope you're right i hope i hope we get even more even I, i think uh i'll I'm going to do more research and everything onto this upcoming uh, into central Connecticut state, because on Friday mornings, I always uh, do a breakdown for sidelines, Connecticut, and he tweets that out for me. Um, So hopefully I'm able to find a lot more information about this team going into the next couple of days, and then I'll give my, my score projection. But uh, this, I think we're, we're in good shape heading into this game.
1: Oh yeah, me too. And, and hopefully, you know, Hopefully everything's clicking. Hopefully everything clicks that day and, and UConn just, you know, is the is the winning team because I, I think that's just going to boost morale too.
0: Absolutely. They they need to get some confidence going into the Syracuse game uh, because as you and I have both, I think you and I are both on the same page here. We both think that the Huskies are going to beat Syracuse, but the way that we do that is got to get some real confidence in this game heading into that.
1: Yes. And I I believe that this game right here, if you can go out and win, that the the morale, it's just going to be so sky high that we're going to say, we can beat Syracuse. And Mm -hmm. I I believe they can at this point. Um, I don't see why they couldn't.
0: Absolutely. I I agree. And, I mean, I I even said at the beginning of the year, I said that – or even before the beginning of the year, I said that this team – is definitely a team that can be bowl eligible. And I know a lot of people snickered at that, especially people at the national level, but I think with the performance that they put out on the field this past Saturday and and the optimism and the confidence that was built in that game moving forward, I think I think this team can do it.
1: Hey, still there? Yeah, yep. Okay. I thought I lost yeah like I like I was like like we're talking about before too you know UConn has the regional games you know like CCSU BC Syracuse UMass so I I believe those are the games that we have to win Mm -hmm. because that would just help out with uh, recruiting and it'll just help out with building this team I mean. Yeah, I, I think out of like those four regionals though, BC, I, th- that's that that might be a challenging one. But mm-hmm. if we go out there and be competitive with all these teams, um, I this future is looking bright. I, I mean, I I I even told everybody too. I, I even said, you know, this this could be the year. This could be like. A, the launching pad for for UConn football. I mean, this could this could be the year where we all look back and say, "Oh my goodness," you know, they didn't look at them now, right? They, they're they it, 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 it's 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 going to be a great one. I can't wait for it.
0: I absolutely agree with you, and I know we're both on the same page there. So it it makes it exciting as as fans to look at it that way and just see just see it continue. And to see what it's going to turn into
1: yes me too i i i think the future is definitely looking bright
0: absolutely and that that's going to bring us to the end of the show again justin thank you so much for jumping on with me uh as we are going to do this every week during the football season
1: uh, no problem bobby thank you and i i can't wait for this uh for this season and all the all the recaps
0: Absolutely. Again, Husky nation. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and everybody, uh, not just Husky nation, all of my loyal listeners. Thank you for tuning in as you always do. Please feel follow me at TNT college foot one. Um, have a good night. God bless.